The process is black and white, where two friends examine the trials and tribulations of starting their individual businesses with their cultural differences and similarities, along with whatever else accompanies them on their journey. Each week, they will discuss a few chapters from books that will transform you from being a wantrepreneur to an entrepreneur. Here's Vernon and Devin. Good morning, Vernon. Good morning, Devin. So a couple weeks ago, you guys got an exercise bike. How's that going? Have you used it? I have. I have. We, uh, I'd say my wife and my daughter have been the, the real MVPs in usage on the mm -hmm. bike. Um, I've used it maybe three times. I had to wait for the, uh, the, uh, oversized seat to come for me okay so so the first first week i was out of out of the game okay. there was no no way i was getting on that little tiny seat and uh being in pain the rest of the day but uh once my oversized seat came and it was you know perfect fit um i hit it a couple times i gotta get back on it though it, it's pretty awesome though I, i'd say for anybody who you know it, it needs like can't just ride without any type of like um challenge you know what i mean like the, the challenges it's like having a a uh, personal trainer or being at a spin class where it's not just like you're just pedaling for 20 minutes like you're up you know pedaling standing up and then you sit down then you do like push-ups on the bar and then you you know and they're like i didn't know spin classes like this but they're like all right bringing your heart rate up you know and then it's taking your heart rate down and it's like you know, it's like another level. It's it's actually, at times, you want to, like, raise your hand and ask a question because it feels like you're, like, in this room with these people, like, at a spin class. And you're like, can I go to the bathroom, please? You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, you know, like, it feels real, man. It really does feel real. And uh, it's 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 awesome, man. Um, so, you know, if this works, maybe for her wife's birthday, we could do the mirror. And, and now she'd have the the bike trainer and then they have their mirror version with the same company so sure, you don't stuff. yeah exactly so you don't have to um buy like a both memberships one for echelon and then one for like peloton i would just get the echelon mirror and it comes under the same membership and you know maybe for a birthday or something you know that might be the move yeah i'm just wondering like i know that you're so competitive and it, it, if if you see that leaderboard and you see Vernon's name up on that leaderboard, if you're like, I need to, I, I can't be number eighteen. I got to be number seventeen because, you know, ha have For you been have you been hooked in yet? I have not because I haven't really dove in yet. Like okay. we're on like a family account, so meaning everyone's just riding on the same account. You know, we haven't gotten into like. You know, because you can even have it be a leaderboard within the family, you know, so we haven't dived in. I think right now the most we've done is just kind of like tested out different classes and, sure. you know, get to know my wife found um, uh, one spin class that she that she likes. So she does that person's class 
um, just because she likes the, you know, the music is different. Um, the, the sure, it suits her, yeah, whatever it yeah, is. Exactly. Doesn't doesn't yeah. matter. It could be different for everybody. Yeah, you know, so she's found that. But outside of that, I haven't explored enough. Like, there's a lot. It actually no, is over. It's overwhelming in the beginning because it's like, I bet. well, how do I just start riding? So I just pick the random one. Like, I, I just want to test it out. How do I ride? But there's like freaking 50, 60 different options. And then you click into something and there's another like 30 options of something else. And it's just all these options. And it's like, well, damn it. What about just a regular ride? You know, like, and they all like say like Tabitha's two thirty. You know, spin class. It's just like, well, who the hell is Tabitha? You know, it's just, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot, but it's dope, man. It's interactive as hell. I don't know when yeah, this no, all the, started. Dude, there's a reason that all these like, you know, companies, Peloton or whatever, iFit. There's a reason that they're all growing in popularity because it's mm-hmm. it's super engaging, especially like for for me and then i know for you you put a leaderboard up there now all of a sudden i'm bro- like my Chains brain completely game. breaks and i'm like well i gotta i have to do the best i can on the leaderboard that's i don't know why but that's the way my brain works <laughs> it is wild though man it i don't even I, it feels like it's been around for a long time but i'm like just realizing it uh i think that it i think that it just has, I think that it's working at another level now with with the accessibility of like tablets and okay, all the U- UI stuff. I think like everything's just better now, you know, because I mean, like yeah. you could be sweating to the oldies back in the 90s and that would have been a thing. Right. But yeah. now it's like all integrated into lifestyle. So, yeah, you know, I think it, I think it's just kind of worked its way into the, you know. Yeah. How crazy is evolution, though? Right. Like there was this the workout tape phenomenon of the 90s right Mm -hmm. 90s some of the early 2000s and stuff and then it just like went away remember how it just like it was just gone it just like like all classes in-person classes took over okay so yeah that makes more sense then you got yeah you started getting zumba and all of that stuff started to happen in person classes yes you're right and now they've took those worlds and just like melted them together. And now you get in-person classes, you get workout tape vibe, you get all of that in your living room. With leaderboards. With leaderboards. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, the, like it's so, it speaks to what kind of the show is. It's like, you think you know the direction you know, like the, the, the consumer is going to, because the consumer drives this thing. It's not the creator. It's it's the consumer that, that, that drives it, that, that navigates you to whatever that next, you know, evolution or the involvement of whatever the industry you're working in is. And you just never know where the consumer is going to drive things, like what the need is going to be. Who knows? Maybe it's the pandemic that kicked in and all of a sudden, the popularity of the bikes and all that stuff just like took over like crazy. And it just, it forced them to have to get better. You know, it could have forced them to have to improve on the instructors and the, the, you know, like how easily, you know, navigate how the UI works and how the experience is. Yeah. Yeah. Plus it, plus on top of that, it's like, you know, especially wellness and health and fitness. Right. I mean, we've only been like 
a little bit into it for, you know, five or 10 years now. Um, but like, if you talk to a guy like, uh, our, our friend Willie, like the, it goes over these like ebbs and flows, like, you know, everybody's doing the low carb thing. Then everybody's a mm-hmm. vegan. Then, so there's, you know, there's like sort of a natural rhythm to it too. So, well, I'm excited that you're, that you're enjoying it, man. It's, uh, I, I'm looking forward to you getting hooked on that leaderboard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I got to get back in. That'll change you, you know, carve some time. Got to, got to get a routine so I can show up every day, you know? Yeah. It's just a couple days a week. I mean, that's what, right. I mean, that's, that's, yeah, that's the whole up. premise of the show, right? Just show up. Show up. Show up. Yeah. So what do you think of the uh, the the chapters this week? We we st- part two, basically the first third of part two. Yeah. So we're we're learning. So it ends right. It ends last week with him um, getting basically robbed. You know, or I guess I guess Rob would be our turn. I don't know what you're saying in the you know in in that. What is I that? think he got DC? hustled more than he got hustled. robbed. There you go. There you go. He got hustled. There you go. He got hustled. Um, for basically everything he owns, mm-hmm. he got hustled for. And so there lies the beginning of this chapter where it starts with him basically trying to find his way. And there's a great, you know, there's a great lesson in there as well, you know, because even when you hit rock bottom, like when you hit rock bottom, and you lose everything that you have, it's really just also the I the way you can view it is that it's a it's just the start. It's a start. It's a it's a beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah, it sucks. Everything got taken, but you can't spend, you know, forever just with your head down, like, oh yeah, I got hustled for all my sheep and all my money, and here we are, thirty years later, and I'm still not over it. You know what I mean? Like he got right to it and realized that even when you hit rock bottom or even when you're down, the universe is still working. And if you focus on what you've lost, you'll miss out on your next opportunity. And what he did is he, he realized that early in the book and he was, he actually, after he was sad and whatever, he started to think about, well, the old man said, when you're, you know, when you're on search of your purpose, the universe will, you know, show you the way it will, it will find a way. And that's when he starts looking around and he sees the crystal shop and there lies the beginning of his newest journey where he, he finds a way to get into the crystal shop and, you know, start working for the crystal man. Yeah. And like, it's, it's, it's interesting to me the the um I guess the 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 way that they're presenting the lesson is you know the the book is kind of like presenting I guess the moral of the story or whatever is that they're saying every time he's just kind of doing the next right thing in front of him with like a good focus and a positive attitude things are kind of going the the right way for him and when he's, I don't know, it feels like when he's high and mighty, right? Yeah. <laughs> that That's when all of a sudden things don't go the way for him. So it's kind of more like about, you know, his, when he, you said the universe will help 
will help you find down your personal journey, right? That's a, that's like the the theme, one of the themes of the book. Mm-hmm. And it's all about so far, all the instances are him orienting himself to just let the universe take him and him doing the work. Like he's got to do the work, but you know, when he's like, okay, I'm at the crystal shop now. And so I think that what I want to do is get back to my sheep, but in order to get there, I have to do this. So I'm going to do this as well as I can. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, yeah. when he has that attitude, things seem to go well. Oh, that's a great point. Cause that's exactly what happened. Like, yes, that's a great point. When he, when he had, as he has the attitude of, I got to do this to get here. And it, you know, and he's chasing his purpose. He's like turned on to another level. He's worked harder and been like more creative than he's, than he ever was at any point in the book. Like to come up with, let's serve tea to the, to the, to the men who climbed the mountain and they're thirsty and they're tired and they would love to have tea, not to mention tea tastes better when you drink it out of crystal glass. Tea tastes, you know, you're, you're more, you know, you use a couple of different lines, but it's just like everyone wants to drink tea out of crystal, you know? So, and then they end up selling more crystal and selling tea and, and it's a whole thing. And it's just like, all of that came from him being like, I got to get this. I, I need to get, you know, off to my next journey. I don't have time to play around, you know, and he was locked in. And when he was locked in, you're right. He just, his, the ideas were just flowing. The creativity was just flowing, you know. Hey, let's build a display. He built a display, the crystal, and that starts selling. He built, you know what I mean? And it's funny because the old man at the crystal shop, his purpose in life was he just wanted to live a very simple and safe life. Well, and he wanted he to go to Mecca. Travel. Yeah, he talked about traveling. But he also talked about, he says a line in a book where he's like, he doesn't want to actually reach his dreams because he realizes once you reach your dream, you then have to dream another. And that's not the type of man that he is. So he said he'd rather just stay in the life that he's in now, live in this moment, and just have his dream be a dream and never be realized. Yeah, that's kind of a... uh that that was kind of like a weird moment because mm-hmm. I, I definitely have familiarity with that mindset. Actually, I think we both do. I think when yeah, we first sure. met, a lot of the business talk that we had, you know, whatever it was, eight, ten years ago, was essentially that, right? Mm-hmm. It was essentially like, oh, well, if we just talk a big game, yeah, we, you know, yeah. Yeah. we can we can enjoy it without actually having to do any of the the work, uh, the work, you know, mm-hmm. and that's a very, that's sort of interesting from a, you know, like a, a hundred foot view. So, yeah, it's that fear though. You know, it's more of that fear of like the, the failure part of it. You know what I mean? Cause even every time he bought an idea to the old man, the old man wasn't ever like, Oh my God. He starts with, he starts with no every time. Yeah. But he also, in the book, the way they explained it, he it never was. Oh my God, I never thought about this. His his always his spin was, well, if we do that, we're gonna have more customers, and I don't know if I want more customers. I'm pretty happy where I am. Like you could tell, the old yep. man knew all these things would work. He just didn't have the guts to actually try it, 
and it and it felt like it took this kid to to pull him out of his fears of hey if you sell tea out of crystals you're going to sell more more crystals and you're going to sell tea and the old man the idea of it was something that it almost felt like the old man knew and and agreed but was in fear of not it not actually working or whatever his fears were why he didn't try it all these years prior you know what i mean like then the kid comes along and gives him like this confidence to start doing all these building displays not worrying about if it falls over and breaks and all of these different things that he was like it felt like he already knew would be good ideas but he was just living in this fear well, and you it know. took him, it always took him a day or two, right? Like yeah. it always took him yeah. that, like, he told him the idea and then nothing happened and two days go by and then he says, okay, go ahead, build the display. Mm-hmm. I liked also the, the the kid's story for like everything was like, well, when I had sheep, they just sort of knew the right thing to do. Like if you mm-hmm. just, if you just noticed that this is the right thing to do, then the sheep would figure it out. And I I definitely got the impression that you know, part of the lesson of the book, again, is is that same, like, you probably know what the right thing is. Like, you might need to stop and shush, but you probably know what the next right step for you to take is. You just need to take it. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. and that was much more like the lesson that he's, I felt like he's trying to impart by going back to the sheep over and over again. Like, well, the sheep would just work it out. And, well, the desert seems to know, know the way the camels just seem to know how to go. You know, mm-hmm. and it was a very mm-hmm. interesting sort of like approach to say, like, mm, you can sort of tell. And life has, I mean, I've been fortunate and a lot of stuff has worked out, but also a lot of the decisions that I made were me just kind of choosing the right thing they were easy. next. They, they were, were easy. easier decisions, you know? Um, yeah. They were easy. You kind of knew. Like, you, like you kind of knew that they were probably the best decisions. But at times in life, we, we, we ignore that, that intuition or, you know, the history or whatever. We, we ignore it and we, we go like, you know, we go the other way because. Well, take a look at the podcast, right? Yeah. The podcast was basically both of us being like, "Mm, this is the right, this is the right thing to do. Are we going to actually do it? Mm Hmm. Right? We both knew it was... I mean, I, I knew almost right away it was the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... So, how about... Now he leaves the crystal shop and he goes on a journey to... They're looking for... Oh, the Oasis. Yeah, the Oasis, but what? It, what's the man? What it, He's the, um... The Alchemist. The Alchemist, yes. So, they're going to look for the Alchemist, which is... But, yeah, so they're on their way to the Oasis... And they're going to look for the alchemist. All right, you know what? I was thinking of the medicine man, but they didn't. They didn't change it to the medicine man until they got totally to the alchem- the to the oasis because no one knew who the alchemist was. Um, and they're looking for the for the alchemist, and so they go on the hunt. They start asking people, and they finally the old man finds the alchemist. And what did you think of the advice the alchemist gave him when he asked the alchemist? How? Because he wanted to know how to turn lead into diamonds, and the he kind of he kind of already knew, right? But he just didn't know. He wanted to go to the alchemist to get like the perfect like the, recipe the final or the, bit of information yeah. or whatever. The yeah. thing that I was so the 
when they're when they're traveling across the desert or whatever, and you know the boy keeps going back to this mentality of like listening to the desert. They keep like repeating that. This is the the, the part of the book that I got like stuck on, as you can tell, I guess, mm-hmm. is that he kept the boy kept saying like, you know, I'm just listening to the desert, letting the camels do the work, like finding letting everything just kind of find its own way and trusting that the 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 war won't overtake them on the on the trip or whatever like just sort of trusting the process mm-hmm. and i did like in my head i decided that the boy was going to be the alchemist right just because mm-hmm. he was like letting things be in such a way that 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 was sort of like my impression of where everything was going um what was what was your reaction, I guess? Because that's what I expected, right? I expected the boy's the alchemist. And, like, um, we were going to go through the story and the boy is the alchemist. But then there's actually an alchemist, right? <laughs> so, so I was like, No, but in that part, I felt like he had learned some lessons. You know what I mean? And I think at that part, I think, because he also kept harping back on the the – Everybody's an old man. They need to like put old man one, old man two. (laughs) But I was just thinking that he was going back to the the first old man um, that, you know, told him about everyone having a purpose and, you know, going on a journey. Personal journey. Yeah, all of that, like the beginning. And the one who he offered, you know, a 10% of his sheets to for for the, the information that that guy gave him. And one of the things that he was saying was like, you know, he kept talking about the universe, you know, working in your favor. That's what the universe. And it almost felt like the kid wanted to believe that so badly that he also just kept repeating it. And he repeats it a lot. lot. And he and, and he also was kind of like, it has to work for me because if it doesn't, that means the old man was not this wise old man that I took him for. And, you know, the guy who set me on to this journey, he's like, if this old man is not right about the universe working for me, then that means he's not right about the treasure. He's not right about anything. So it was almost like he was like just hoping and just, you know, throwing caution at the wind and just being like, I'm going to trust the process because if I don't, then it means everything's a lie. Mm-hmm. And and that was kind of how I took it. It's like he was just trying to believe so hard that he was willing to just live in faith hmm. because if he didn't then there's no treasure then he won't get the baker's daughter then he won't you know like all of those things right, right, that right. you know because we do things and in our minds we do things and like we we want it to feel like it has this higher place and this higher purpose and so you know we make ourselves and our journeys sometimes more important than they actually really are you know, just to be able to feel validated in it, right? And when I was a, we were talking about that before before the show. We were talking about like people creating stuff that's just not even there. Yeah, totally, you know? totally. And so it's really like, you know, the truth in life is that yeah, you, faith is important, believing is important. You know, regardless of whatever you, everyone's believing in something. Everyone's believing that if I do this thing. This thing's going to happen. I'm going to receive this thing, you know, or, or this over here is going to happen. And I think he just was living in faith. And right now, through the whole book, he's he's living in, like, faith that this treasure's here. 
and every journey on the way is getting me closer. But who knows what'll happen at the end? Who knows? But he's, yeah. probably, he's living in faith. Who knows? And I'd say it's funny that the old man goes when he comes back. He's like, damn it. The alchemist. He tells me in order to do it, I just need to do it. He's <laughs> like, I come all this way just to be told I need to do it. And the boy goes, so what you going to do? Are you going to do it? And he goes, yeah, I'm going to start the day. <laughs> It's and uh, I, I, I like I couldn't help but to laugh at that part. I'm like, of course, yeah, man, just do it. Well, I mean, yes. and meanwhile, like, and that's why I guess I thought maybe the boy was the alchemist, right? Is because yeah, yeah, meanwhile, yeah. the the boy the whole time is just doing it. Just doing like, it. He yeah. was like, hey, I was told there was treasure over here, so I'm having an adventure, and like, whoop, something bad happened, so I got a job, and then, but eventually, I'm gonna get back on that adventure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like he just keeps doing the next right thing, so. So here's a question for you, and I'll answer it as well um, before we head out. Is there any character or moment in a book that you've been able to strongly relate to in, in terms of where you are, um, your journey, all of that? What, what, what has been the one thing you've been able to really relate to? Uh, I don't know that I've necessarily really been able to relate to it, but I want to relate to it, and it's... Uh, I keep going back to the image of the boy walking his sheep and just being like, the sheep sort of just know the way. Like, mm -hmm. they know what to do. And you should let the sheep guide you. And sheep are surprisingly smart if you listen. Like, I guess one of the lessons that I've learned a lot in between the ages of like, in my post-30s, right? So into my 40s, is that everything is much harder and more complicated than you think it is. But everything is also exactly as simple as you think it is. Like most things are really simple, but they're much, much more complicated than you think. If that, I, I don't know if that makes sense, but it's, it's kind of like the sheep, right? Like yeah. if you listen and you let the sheep be the sheep um, and you, and you do it the way it's supposed to be done, it's kind of, you can let it go. Um, so to me, that's been the, I guess, the, the takeaway. I think just to piggyback on your point just now is I know exactly what you're talking about. I, the idea of putting putting a door on, concept of it is extremely easy. So like, easy. So easy. Like I can look at it and go, oh, that just goes in there. That, but, that goes in there and there's just yeah. some screws and it opens and closes. But then there's this, there's this other thing. That comes in. I don't know if it's desire. I don't know if it's want to. I don't know if it's ability. I don't know what it is. But there's something else in life that it's just like you. <laughs> I kind of don't want to put that door on. So my my whole demeanor changes, and the level of the difficulty level goes to like a ten above what it should be. And it, yeah. it, it but. If I'm some, I know people who love doing shit like putting doors on and the concept is simple, but they also love putting doors on and the difficulty level is like a zero for them. And they're, and they're like on the phone talking to somebody. They're like, you know, playing a, playing a video game and putting the door on all at the same time. And it's just easy. It's like, boom, boom, boom. It's, it's done. 
doors on. And it's just like, I, I think in life there's, there's definitely that like weird fight or, you know, inside of us. Where it's like a resistance. Ev- yes, exactly. Where everything, like you said, everything is easier, but also everything can be 10 times harder than it actually is. And it's, and it's, and it's really like a, it's, it's I want to say it's kind of a choice because I want to say like, you can get good at it. Like I could definitely get good at putting doors on, but I have to like, I would have to choose to. Right now, my choice or my what's inside of me is like, fuck that. I'm not putting a door on. It's just boring as up. I don't want to put no doors on. Who do I call to put a door on? Because I'm not putting it on. Like, I, You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, It's weird. But I know what you're talking about. It's a weird thing. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know? And th- to me, that's the that's like the lesson that he, he goes back to with the sheep. And that's what my that's what my big like thing that I'm holding on to in the book is. How, what, what was yours? So mine was, it's, it's pretty in line with where I'm at right now, especially with the missus. And it's the old man, me now, alchemist and being told, just do it. And then, and yes. And then also, um, the part of the boy in a crystal man who also was along the lines of just like, Hey, let's just, you know, basically let, let's start selling tea. Like, let's try these things. Let's do these things. And, the little the old the boy didn't know there was a guarantee in the results. He just knew that like people want something to drink when they get up here. And tea's a fancy drink. And we have these fancy crystals. So let's just try it. So for me in my life, especially for my wife, especially with my business, but uh, you know, I'm in a space where it's all about just just try it. You know what I mean? Like you don't need to go talk to the alchemist. Just do it. You know what I mean? Like just just go do it. You don't have to go on a journey. You know, and that's one of the messages that I'm trying to give my wife as she's looking to start, you know, her business is that you you don't have to go find the alchemist. Just just go do it. Just give it a try. Simple as that. I like it. Um any messages for next week or you just want to tighten it up here? Nah, man, I think, you know, again we're uh yeah, I'm. Not, I gotta get back to the, to the to the team, and we gotta re regroup. And you know, it's been it's been it's been a few weeks, man. And you know, again, pandemic will do that to you. I was about to say again, pandemic. It's been a messy, you know, holiday season for everyone, and it absolutely has affected twenty four hundred. And uh, we just gotta get back on track. We'll and that's okay, I, I think, right? Like that, that, yeah, that's that's sure. part of it. Like, for you sure. know, I I've been messaging JD, you know, who I like built this whole app for, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. and he's like not getting back to me, and I'm like, oh, well, what? So what's the next in the in the way of the sheep, right? Like, so what's the next thing for me? So the next thing is like, I'm gonna keep messaging him and keep re- reaching out and like try to increase the sense of urgency in the messages and like write it in maybe a different way, but also like. Just find another comic shop that'll do it. Like, mm-hmm. maybe they want to use it, and maybe it's not JD. Maybe JD was just the old man, right? And like, let that be. So, oh, yep. see. Yep. So, uh, totally. where can people find us, Vernon? They can find us at the processesblackandwhite.com, and they can find us on social media platforms by searching "the process is black and white," and we'll pop right up. All right, I'll talk to you next week. Yes, sir.
And that's all the time we have this week. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Process is Black and White. Come join us next week where the journey continues on the road to successful entrepreneurship. For further information, go to www.theprocessisblackandwhite.com. Any views or opinions represented on this podcast do not constitute financial advice or any other advice. Vernon and Devin inspire you to conduct your own due diligence before making any personal financial decisions.